Hello and welcome to another episode of LFC Reactions. This one, Everton versus Liverpool in the Merseyside derby. Crucial game. Last week was um, Man United versus Liverpool. Just a week ago, um, we obviously knew the importance of that game, especially away from home, a resurgent social side. We only came away with a point. I was although some to me it was ne- to me I felt like it was two points an extra two points missing and um yeah other than that other than that it was it still took us into first place so and then we had the midweek game fixtures where we played Watford at home and Man City played West Ham at home and this led to both teams winning, obviously, Liverpool won 5-0, Manchester City won 1-0 for a weird, controversial penalty, whatever. Um, and then, obviously, Man City played first on a Saturday. They played Bournemouth, who done absolutely nothing all game, if you read the stats. It was zero shots on target for Bournemouth, zero shots at goal, and no corners. So Bournemouth were literally bending over for Manchester City to score. And Manchester City only scored one goal. But that was enough to get them three points above us. So it meant that Liverpool had to win today to ensure that we get back to the top of the Premier League table. If they didn't do that, then um, the title is within Manchester City's hands with nine games to go. Right, so, crucial game, and I'm sure in a derby game, obviously, I don't have to tell you, form goes out the table, whether you're winning 10 in a row, 5 in a row, whether you're losing streak, uh, a derby game is where games are won and lost, the battle is there, the resilience is there, who wants it more? Anyway, I'm about to go into it, so, in goal you had Alisson. Left-back, Robertson. Centre-backs, Van Dijk and Matip. Right-back was um, Trent Alexander-Arnold. Um, your midfield three was Fabinho, Gini Wijnaldum, Henderson. And up front, you had Origi on the left. Mane Central, Sal on the right. So, saw the lineup now and I was okay with it. I mean, it's no... We didn't see Milner coming at right back like last week. Uh, Origi keeps his place. Oh, I didn't do podcast midweek, but I'm sure you would have found out Origi scored against Watford on Wednesday. So therefore, keeps his reputation, keeps his place in the side. Mane central, Sal on the right. Um, Firmino just came back from injury, so he only makes the bench. We had a really strong bench, um, actually. So... I'm going to tell you whether we actually made a use of this bench later on in the podcast. Anyway, so the team's come out the tunnel now. It's hostile. You can hear Everton fans are noisy as per usual. The game starts and obviously Goodison Park is a very... The ground, the, the players, the fans feel like they're really close to the pitch when you watch them play. So then when this was happening... um. It was like for the first 10, 15 minutes, both teams were kind of like playing with passion. 
rather than with technical ability on the ball. And, um, yeah, there was a lot of nothing happened in the first 15 minutes. But um, Everton's go-to tactics throughout the first half was Pickford... If Pickford's got the ball in his hands, he will try to kick it long and cause an early distribution uh, for Walcott or Sigerson or, yeah, and just try and play from there. Everything they were doing was very root one football. And then um, it was... And then when it came to us, it was kind of just finding a way to break... to break down Everton because they weren't really hurting us. Van Dijk was clearing everything, tackling, headering, doing his job, really. And then... um. Yeah, so we nullified Everton's attack. Dominic Calvert-Lewin couldn't get onto anything due to how we isolated, Van Dijk easily isolated him at the game. It was like, um, he, he was just having him chasing chasing around the ball like a headless chicken. And then, um, if I remember correctly, the first big chance of the game. So, Fabinho plays a nice through ball. Onto Mohamed Salah. He's one-on-one with the... Yeah, he's in his open space. So, bearing in mind, Salah's playing wide. So, when Fabinho whips this ball in, Salah's running onto it. His first touch is fine. His second touch isn't as great. Let me tell you why. Wait, when he's... he's the ball, he's already wide. He's not central when he's one-on-one. So, he's taking the ball away further from goal. Which is like... Decreasing his chances of him scoring this one-on-one. Which is making me think, is he going to shoot with his right foot? But he doesn't shoot with his right foot, obviously, because he's left-footed. But in this instance, in that situation, you would shoot with your right foot, right? So he shoots with his left and Pickford saves it. And it's like, oh, the first big chance of the game. I know Salah, you're a confidence player. And you need a goal. I can see that. And, but... He should have scored that. He should have scored that chance. He, he, I don't know what. It's not like he was under pressure by any defenders as well. It's not like he was under any sort of pressure. So, it didn't make sense to me. And then um, I remember about two minutes later or something like that, he has another chance again where he does that shimmy thing. He goes around the left back, shimmies around another defender. But then when he curls it in, he shoots straight at Pickford and not at anyone else. It's not really... <sighs> so that was frustrating. And, um, yeah, Origi didn't really... Off the ball, in terms of off the ball runs, he, it wasn't there. It wasn't clicking. Um, and Mane was kind of anonymous as well, in a way. Because there was just... There's the thing... But, but oh yeah, I also remember um, Henderson played a decent first half. He played a through ball. No, he played a long through ball to Salah, which he tried to control, but couldn't control. And then he done another through ball again to Salah, which he fluffed that one up as well. So Henderson was doing his, kind of doing his job first half. So I can't complain at him there. But the problem with a midfield three. So here's the problem. Here was the issue that I saw in the first half. Fabinho's doing alright, he cleared, Fabinho's cleaning up, making sure we win the ball again, keeps it ticking. Henderson trying to thread the ball, support the front three. Genie Wijnaldum, anonymous. He done that thing which I hate, and Liverpool fans know what I'm talking about. In away games, in a big game away from home, or away in general, he's anonymous. 
All he does is ball retention. And it's not... He, he, he's not he's not as imposing. Um, and I'm sure I've said this... I've said I've probably said this lots of times in a podcast before. But Genie away from home, it's like he's scared. I don't understand it. So it's like he's just there for the sake of being there. He's there for decoration. He's not there to make any sort of significance or contribution to the Liverpool team. That's why everyone was crying out in the lineup. There's no problem having Fabinho and... Wijnaldum in a double pivot role as long as the guy the third midfield guy the one to help the front three is a Keita or a Shakiri. you have to take the risk remember this is a game where Manchester City already won so we have to win to regain top position not not like last week where you draw to regain top position we had to win to regain top position remember I said this yeah so that was pretty much the first half. Genie was anonymous. Origi on the left looked uncomfortable. It wasn't working. Second half, uh, everyone, my thoughts was initially, this game will depend on Klopp substitutions. Klopp substitutions will determine the outcome of this game. We showed the strength. We showed the strength in depth in this bench. Let me tell you the names: Milner, Shakiri, Keita, Sturridge. Firmino, Lalana, ish. So there's 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 the squad, but and you know if you're a Liverpool fan, if you're a Liverpool, if you're a Liverpool manager with common sense, you know who to bring on and who not to bring on. So yeah, second half started now. Um, again, Everton were still flat. They can't. They couldn't. They couldn't really impose themselves the first five ten minutes. Uh, I remember Matip making some clever runs, drawing out Everton players to try and tackle him. And to be fair, half the about seventy five percent of it was successful. He drew a free kick, about thirty yards out. Trent took the free kick straight out of Pickford. Um, the second time Matip done it now, um, he's running. He's running. He's running towards like the final third of Everton's box. The final third of the Everton's opposition area. Salah, Salah makes a clever run. Matip does a through ball to Salah. Again, Salah's on the right-hand side. So he's through. He's one-on-one. He's through one-on-one with the guy. But he takes too long to shoot. And his first touch, again, he takes it away from goal. So his second touch means you have to shoot with your right. You can't shoot with your left. And you've made the angle worse for yourself. So the defender closes him down. By the time he tries to shoot with his left, it's a great tackle by Michael Keane. So we get nothing out of that. Um, And then it's a corner. And then from there, I think we play it short. And then we play it, we pass it. Trent passes to Henderson. Henderson passes to... Uh, Robertson outside the uh, outside the box. Everyone's standing on the edge of the opposition area. Robertson whips the ball in. Van Dijk headers it across from goal. Um, Fabinho, he tries to control it rather than just to hit it first time. He tries to control it on his fire and the ball bounces to the side instead of in front. And he, he and by the time he tries to shoot, is the ball the ball's blocked again. So Everton are doing some last ditch defending and that, and then yeah, we had them on the ropes for this good period, five ten minute period, and then there was another time we were on the break again, 
Solo tries to whip the ball in. He's in open space. Mane's there. Milner's there. It's it, it's not a difficult cross at all. He's just got to find Mane or Milner outside the box. There's no defender closing him down. And he crosses it straight into Pickford. And I, I said from there, I want Salah off the pitch. He's pissing me off. He's frustrating me. And then Klopp decides, fuck it. I'm going to do a substitution now. Okay. So who does he bring on? Firmino for Origi. Yes. No problem there. Origi was anonymous. That's fine. That's no worries. Second substitution. James Milner. Yeah. James Milner. James Milner comes on for Genie Wijnaldum. It's a game where you have to win. Everton did not have impose any threats. Any threats. Until this substitution happened. James Milner come on for Genie. And then Richarlison came on for Everton. This was the whole... From here, it, it, the things got fucking bad. Let me tell you, and it's not, and it's obvious. What happens when you play, when Klopp plays safe away from home, and doesn't go for it? The opposition imposed themselves, right? They imposed themselves. So what did Everton do? They had us on the ropes now. They had Robertson questioning himself. Robertson had drew a tackle. I think. I think he tackled Richarlison or someone. He got booked for it. Or Walcott. No, Walcott came off for Richarlison. Well, yeah, I remember he tackled someone. He got booked for it. Uh, Fabinho had to do tactical foul. And from there, Everton had us on the ropes a little bit. Um, just in terms of just whipping the ball in. Van Dijk having to do last-ditch tackles. Van Dijk headering. Van Dijk... Is I'm I, the, I'm telling you the amount of grafting Van Dyke had to do to sort out this defense. You can tell he was frustrated with, her, and you could tell in his body language. Van Dyke does this thing where when he's not happy with his defense, he just t- he, he moans at everyone else that can't do else that that can't do their job competently, and, and and it was telling. It was really telling. And then it got to the last fifteen minutes of the game now, and it's still the same. Everton imposing themselves. Um, there there was a period where uh Bernard is a no Lewis in the left back Digne tries to dart into the box. Trent is blindsided, tackles him. It it looked I thought it was gonna be a penalty, but it was just outside the box. Thankfully, so it was a free kick. They over they overhit the free kick, and it went wide. And then Klopp decides, yes, I need to do my final substitution because the front three is still not working. So, you have Keitor, you have Shakiri, you have Lilana, you have Sturridge. Which one should you bring on? Which one's going to be the one to help the midfield three, to help the front three? Is it Keitor? No. Is it Shakiri? No. Okay, then it must be Sturridge, right? Because he's the guy that can do something. It wasn't Sturridge either. So, who does he bring on? Adam Lilana. Adam Lalana, Adam Lalana, Mr. Zero Goals, Zero Assists in this season. Adam Lalana, I said from there, Klopp is stupid. We are done. It's done. I said it's done. That we're not getting anything from this game. When when we ah oh man, where do I start? Where do I start? When he brought him on, 
Did you think he was going? Uh, every you should have seen Liverpool Twitter. Everywhere, Liverpool fan bases across having a meltdown. I can see this guy now doing the interview. I'm trying to ignore it. I'm not happy with him. Anyway, so he brought Lallana on. Did he make any difference? Of course he didn't. Of course he didn't. He does stupid craft turns. But then it just got worse. Milner and Firmino trying to under part under under hitting passes. You got Salah whipping the ball in as if it's target man. I don't know why Salah was still on this pitch. The 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 substitution he took Mane off. He took Mane off. And if who's on better form at the moment? Who scored the most recent goals at the moment? Sadio Mane. The most logical thing to do was to take Salah off. If you're gonna make a Substitution dumb. At least make it look half stupid by taking the player who was off form, Mohamed Salah off, rather than Sadio Mane. Where was the logic there? Where was the logic? Klopp. These are the crucial moments that define a title race, my guy. That define it, and you are making inept decisions that was that could potentially cost us this Premier League title, and yeah. Everton pretty much held us to a nil-nil. Um, their fans were cheering. Roar, yeah, we did it. We fucked up their title hopes. Is in Manchester City's hands now. Yeah, ooh. That's, that's Everton fans. They, their nil-nil is a victory today. And for us, it's a disgraceful performance. Because they were there for their taking again. Like Manchester United away. And how they were there for taking again. But Jurgen Klopp, he does this thing where he's too safe. He needs to learn, play it progressive. Do you want this title or not? You're the one saying somebody has to break the barrier and the generations and all this and the expectation and the pressure. We understand there's pressure. Of course there's pressure. We ain't seen we none of how many uh, the millennial generation has not seen Liverpool lift this Premier League title ever. So of course there's expectation. And now that we look like we have a squad capable of doing it, but you have made the tactical decisions away from home that has cost us so many points, that has dropped so many points. Where do I begin? Manchester City away when we lost 2-1. Did he he chose to play it safe? When the times he's beaten Jörg, when the times he's beaten Pep Guardiola previously, he's gone attacking, he's gone for it. You put them on the ropes. You don't put us on the ropes. So that was the first L he took. And then Manchester City capitalised and took three points. The next L, West Ham away. Uh, the, the performance was stinking. Stinking. Genie Ronaldo, anonymous. Firmino had a terrible game in that West Ham game. Um, then there was the Leicester game as well, where we just didn't look up for it after this training camp thing. Ridiculous again. And then today, where we drop more points. Drawing to Everton, and they're gonna laugh it up, and it's it's disgraceful now, and I'm annoyed. The title race is no longer in our hands, but there's nine games to go, and the fixtures here between Liverpool and Manchester City. I can't see Man City dropping points until April. This means we have to beat Burnley, we have to beat um, Fulham, which we can do, and then after international break. We have Tottenham at home and we have to make sure we win there. And then April, we have to wait on Manchester City to drop points to Palace, to Burnley, to Man United, to Tottenham. Those are the, all those four games for them are in April. 
So we now have to keep up with Manchester City instead of them keeping up with us. And they're going to be ecstatic tonight. They will be buzzing. And yeah, Mohamed Salah, uh, um, he has to get dropped now. I'm sorry. We have to talk about Salah. We have to talk about Mohamed Salah. He's, he's on a drought. I understand. Last year, he was the man. 44 goals. Sensational season. This season, you, had your, you, had, you went quiet for the first part. In the middle part, you were flying a little bit. Now we're getting to the home stretch. And you're anonymous now. And it's frustrating. It's frustrating. You had two chances where you could have put us ahead. And you failed to do it. The clinical guys, the Algueros, the Canes. I know you're not a striker. You're a winger. You're a winger. But those chances, you have to put away. If you want to win this Premier League title, you have to put them away. You just have to do it. You have to. If you want... if you want the, It's not even our defence. The defence, I'm not complaining about. They kept a clean sheet again. This season, it seems like it's the strikers. It's the front three. Or maybe the midfield that if they can't, if the, if the front three can't score, the midfield three have to help to contribute to the goals as well. That was missing. But Mohamed Salah, I want Klopp to make a bold decision and drop him for the next game. What has Keita and Shakiri got to do to start? They are the ones that can connect it to the front three. Keita's had blinding confidence. Now he's not play, he's not played in the last three league games. He has not played in the last three league games. And now he's going to be looking at Klopp like, what the hell? What am I doing wrong that you're not playing me? Shakiri must be confused. Because he, he... I know he came on as a sub against United. But he's, he could be starting as well. He's got the work rate to do it. And you know, this was a game to must win. And now it's gone. The opportunity is gone. But yeah, it's annoying. It's not in our hands. Nine games to go. Um, now it's just it's a keep up you have to learn to keep up with Man City and see how far and see if Man City hold their nerve if they can't then we capitalise and try to regain being top of the league again but we had one that was the, what the one lifeline was last week to draw from there it was to win every game and immediately after Watford we, we bottle it so it's not looking good um, yeah, Jurgen Klopp's got some answers away from home. He's tactically inept, so that needs to be worked on. Anyway, I have ranted for far too long, and once again, there's another podcast where I want to be talking something positive about us, but I just it's annoying. Anyway, like, share, subscribe to this. Um, yes, it's the home stretch. There's still a long way to go in this title race. We'll see what happens. But yeah, it's bleak. Um, Yeah, keep the faith, I guess. Thank you for listening and tune in next time.